Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose is in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes. Hotter insights and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Barbie, let's go party! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hey, hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's with movies we are back with another fantastic episode mindy i know you are absolutely excited for this one tell us about the film that we are going to be talking about today today derek we are going to be talking about drum roll please <laughs> The 2023 smash hit amazing number one film of the year, Barbie. That's right. We are finishing Barbenheimer with Barbie. And I just got back from seeing it less than an hour ago. And Mindy, this is what this is your second time seeing it now. Correct. And I, I I'm not gonna lie, you I was surprised. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. So well done. Told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get into the base, let's just do the basic plot real fast. For those of you who have been living under a rock and don't know anything about the movie, according to IMDb, the basic plot of this film is Barbie and Ken are having the time of their lives in a colorful and seemingly perfect world of Barbie land. However, when they get a chance to go to the real world, they soon discover the joys and perils of living among humans. That's pretty bland and to the point. Pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Well done, IMDb. Okay, so as of today... This movie on Rotten Tomatoes has a 89% Rotten Tomatoes score and an 86% audience score. Interesting. I thought it would be a little bit higher. It was in the 90s when it yeah. opened last week. Well, it's, that's what it is as of today. So there you go. Yeah. All right. But also, real fast, if you haven't already, and this, this episode will be releasing on Wednesday, if it's still working by then, type in Barbie into Google and see the fun that happens, because I just did that, and I was quite amused. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole screen turns pink, and there's, like, pink stars that come Sparkly up Sparkly and glitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. I, that was fun. I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> I think that just goes to show, like, I mean, Google's in on that part of it, but, like, the clever marketing for this film, like, I think has been amazing. Like, yeah. it's it's for girls and women of all ages, pretty much. I mean, it's PG-13. But, I mean, there's a couple of jokes that have some innuendos, but 
I think that'll go over, you know, some of the smaller children's heads and stuff, but it's, yeah. So I just think the way that they've been marketing this film and advertising it, and it's like everywhere, it's all up in my newsfeed on my socials. Like everyone's talking about Barbie. Well, as of this recording, it's now officially the third highest grossing film of 2023. Behind what? That's a good question. <laughs> Behind the Super Mario Brothers film and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Interesting. I feel like we'll pass Super Mario Brothers fairly quickly. Or are they uh, not- No, they were in the billions. Seriously? Super Mario yeah. Brothers movie? <laughs> it's the Super Mario Brothers. The most, one of the most famous card creations ever known to man. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll so, see. So it got a long way to go to catch up to that one. So, yeah. but when was that released? Super Mario Brothers was released on April fifth. Okay, so they've had a big head start. <laughs> yeah, and then Guardians of the Galaxy three, which you don't have far to go to catch up on that one. So, yeah. But then you gotta remember, this is worldwide release too. So true, true. Yeah. So anyway, but I know you wanted to see Barbie last weekend too. I do know that. I really did, but we didn't have time and. Every, all my girlfriends were busy or had other things, so we decided we would wait a week and go this, you know, second weekend. It was open and it was amazing. Tell, tell us about your girlfriends, how, how that all went down. You guys, you all had dinner, you all dressed up in in pink and... Yes, we were very pink. We had pink clothing and we did our, our makeup and we took our picture in the Barbie box at the theater and just had such a good time. I knew that I wanted to see it for the first time with my girlfriends and that I also wanted to see it with Derek, but not for my first viewing, like the first viewing, like it was much more like special and magical. And I feel like even in the, the difference, I mean, we went to two different theaters. I went to two different theaters to see Barbie and like the second theater just like, wasn't laughing as much and like participating kind of in the fun of it as much as the first viewing. But I don't know, maybe it was a Friday night versus a Sunday matinee situation, but anyway, we had a very good time. I did notice that as well. There wasn't as much laughing as you, because I mean, you told me, like I said, the movie was very funny. We laughed. I mean, I I know <laughs> yeah. we, I laughed a lot, but yeah. I noticed that as well. There wasn't much audience laughing or clapping or anything like that in the movie at all, actually, from our yeah. audience. So I don't know. Maybe that was just a dull, hey, you know what? They can't all be winners. Audiences, I guess, because the movie was a winner. <laughs> audiences. Audiences. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. maybe, again, maybe that's a Friday night vibe versus a Sunday afternoon matinee vibe. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, what did you know about Barbie going into this? I knew quite a bit without, I, I didn't get into like in depth interviews or articles about it ahead of time because I did want to have some element of surprise, but I knew like obviously who the main characters were. I knew that there was going to be this amazing, like I watched the just Ken music video before I saw the movie, which is amazing. And I just read kind of bits and pieces. So I knew it. And I knew the director was uh, Greta Gerwig and she had wrote it, co-wrote it with her partner. And um, I just, I was just very hyped and excited for this. So like we talked about this and Derek was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad this lived up to your expectations. I was like, I know. Cause I was trying so hard, but I, Still, I was having such high hopes. I was like, oh, I think it's going to be so amazing. And it did not disappoint. And so I was like, sigh of relief. <laughs> That's funny. You know, it's amazing. You mentioned it real fast, but I'll say it again. Um, what I knew about it going into, because obviously I read a lot of the movie news. I knew originally that Amy Schumer was going to be Barbie. 
Yes, I, I did. Was, I did. Read I, remember that as was, well. I remember when it was first announced, and Amy was like, "Really, Amy Schumer? Really?" And then when Amy Schumer dropped out, then it was Anne Hathaway, and I was like, oh, "I okay. didn't read that." Yeah, then I was like, "Okay, Anne Hathaway, I could see that. Okay, maybe. Okay." But then she dropped out, and then it was Margot Robbie, and I'm like, "Okay, that makes more sense. I okay, this this is falling into place now." So, yeah, I didn't hear about the Anne Hathaway bit because I feel like Greta Gerwig said pretty straight away that she thought it was going to be Margot Robbie. I mean, I had read that Amy Schumer was involved and was kind of tentative and stuff, but I I didn't hear about the Anne Hathaway, so that's news yeah, to me. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm, I'm even reading it right here as well on the thing about yeah. it was Anne Hathaway. But that I think I also read that Greta Gerwig already knew that she wanted Ryan Gosling to be Ken. Like, she, yeah. she wrote it kind of with him in mind, and somebody was like, oh, do you know Ryan? And she's like, no, I've never met him. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's awesome. Good thing he wanted to be in this role. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, look, um, let's, I've talked enough about it. Let's just, I know you've got pages and pages of notes to get to, so let's just <laughs> go ahead and get to The Notebook. See what I did then? You hypnotized him. No, I used this. This is the most important piece of equipment you will ever own. This notebook has saved my skin more times than I care to mention. You should think about using yours more often. I do use mine. Show me. That's just extraordinary. Yes, I told Derek, I took about four pages of notes (laughs) during the movie, so I'm not going to go through every detail, but I did put some stars by a bunch of points that I wanted to make. (laughs) So first off, I do want to give a shout out or uh, give a nod to the awesome soundtrack. So that's another thing. So I had been listening to the Barbie soundtrack that was free on Amazon Music for a few weeks leading up to the movie. And so and it didn't give anything away, really. But I just already knew like the Dua Lipa song was amazing. The song that Ryan Gosling sings is amazing. There's a Billie Eilish song on there. Lizzo's on there. I mean, there's just... So and Sam Smith, there's just like amazing song after song. Can I say something real fast? The fact that Matchbox 20, he hears it, <laughs> he hears push in the real world and automatically makes it his favorite song is was a stroke of genius. And the fact that he learned the lyrics and adapted it and made and learned and learned how to play it, I, that's brilliant. And that was a stroke <laughs> of genius. Yeah. And I, I think that's my favorite part of the movie was him on the beach singing that. And that was, I think, my favorite part of the movie, hands down. As I was you saw me literally like dying laughing in my seat. <laughs> yeah. And he was playing it, and he was doing it so deadpan serious. And I was just sitting there like, how he kept a straight face. Like that- smoldering <laughs> face, like, yeah, I am playing the heck out of this song for you. <laughs> oh, dude, I died. I was dying laughing with that part, yeah. 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 Okay, so... I finally solved the riddle of why Barbie Girl is not in the movie. You know, there's, song, a lawsuit. A, there's a lawsuit. And apparently it's the reason being is there was many musical lawsuits from 1997 to 2002 of Aqua. It was basically MCA Records was sued by Mattel. Yeah. And Mattel tried to sue MCA Records and back and forth. And they guess it never got resolved. And that's the reason why. So they did a, a remix. And that's why the remix has that song on there. And that's the only reason they got to use the song in the movie. Which is... I. Which is a kind of a criminal way. You figured they could put that aside for this movie, but I guess not. Not if they had years and years of lawsuits about it. Bad blood, I guess. But what a shame. Yeah. Because, yeah, apparently there was a lot of fans were very disappointed that that was not 
in the movie. So I guess yeah. I just don't know the history. Okay. <laughs> so they start out talking about kind of the history of Barbie. And so basically they just kind of pointed out before Barbie, the only to- doll that, that girls could play with were baby dolls. And the only thing you could do with them was be their mom. And, and you know, that was fun for a while. And Helen Mirren was the narrator of the film, <laughs> which was kind of funny. And so she was like, yeah, and that's fun for a while. You know, ask your moms about that, you know. <laughs> so and then they say, you know, then they have Margot Robbie, like, you know, 50, 100 feet tall or whatever, just come down and like in her black and white 50s, you know, bathing suit with, you know, retro hair and stuff. And then they're like, then along came Barbie. And then you see all these little girls just like smashing their baby dolls like, yes, I don't have to play with these anymore. And it was mm-hmm. so funny so that was a good way to open the movie and then so then they go to barbie land and we get to see like a typical day in barbie land and so this is where the lizzo song comes in and it's like wake up barbie and so you see barbie like wake up out of bed and everything's perfect and she's waving all her friends and she's getting ready for the day and what's really funny is that just like when i would play with barbies as a kid, like you don't use real water, you know, they don't drink real water. They don't use real water to shower or eat real food. So all of this, like there was no, like she took a shower, but there's no water. She had breakfast, but she didn't really eat it because it's plastic. <laughs> and she poured herself a glass of milk, which was empty. So it was just all those little funny things that I thought were awesome. And then the next day she kind of starts to feel funny. And then the next day they do the wake up song again. And she's like, Oh, like she's like kind of frazzled and like not feeling okay. And, and so she goes and she there again, there's no water in the shower, but she goes in and she's like, Oh, cold like she took a cold shower so anyway so she tells her friends later yeah i'm kind of feeling weird and been having these thoughts about death and they're like what and she's like yeah and i had i had a cold shower this morning i had bad breath i burnt my breakfast i drank expired milk i fell off my house and now i have flat feet and one of the barbies like freaks out like oh my god flat feet because if you know barbie she's always on tippy toes because all of her shoes are high heels (laughs) so okay and so uh, i i want to back up i kind of went too far but so she has her first day and everything's great and then they have this amazing dance party which was like one of my favorite parts of the whole film and i told derek i probably want to learn the choreography to that because <laughs> i think that would be <laughs> awesome <laughs> so uh but yeah there's this really cool dua lipa song and everybody's dancing it's this big choreographed number and all the kens are dancing with the barbies and it's just such a fun party i was like man I want to learn the choreography for that Ken dance at the very end with all the Kens. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, man. That was, that was that awesome was, too. That was awesome as well. <laughs> yeah. So, and then, so that's where at the party, she's like, yeah, this is great. And today was great. And yesterday was great. And tomorrow will be great. And every day for the rest of time and forever. Yay. And then she's like, do you guys ever think about dying? And they're like, Rrr. They like skip the record and they're like, what? She's like, oh, I mean, I'm just dying to dance. And they're like, oh, good. And get back to dancing. And so then the next morning <laughs> is when she has the bad morning with bad breath and cold shower and all that stuff. So it's just kind of weird. So then they were like, okay, now you're going to have to go like you're malfunctioning. And this is how, like, 
nothing like this serious has happened to other Barbies, but something had malfunctioned and they had to go see Weird Barbie, who's played by Kate McKinnon, who does a hilarious job, I think, of yeah. playing this Weird Barbie. And they're like, why do you call her Weird Barbie? And so they show like this kid playing with it. And it's like, this is what happens when somebody plays with your Barbie too hard. So you like her hair's all cut. Like you try to give your Barbie a haircut and they drew all over her face and like, she's missing shoes and you know, she's just like in the state of dishevel, you know, all the time. And she's always in the splits for some reason. <laughs> I guess that's a running joke in this, but so they, she goes to see Kate McKinnon, weird Barbie. And she's like, Oh, this is really bad. Like something's happened in the real world. It's kind of reflecting back on you and you're going to have to go figure it out in the real world and then solve it and everything will be fine so she gives her a choice and she's like yeah no i don't want to do that and she's like well what's that on your leg and she's like I cellulite i don't want that this is kind of funny but uh so she goes to the real world so she's like okay there's she was like oh okay you're gonna open the portals i can just be transported to the real world. And she's like, yeah, it doesn't really work like that. It's like a series of things you have to do. So you have to drive a car and then you have to take a boat and then you have to take a spaceship and then you have to ride a tandem bike and then you have to get in a camper van and then you get in a snowmobile and finally you do rollerblades and then you magically end up in the real world. <laughs> so she's driving away from Barbie land on her way to the real world and bam, Ken pops his head up and starts trying to sing with her and she's like, what are you doing here no can i'm supposed to go do this by myself he's like come on let me go she's like fine so they go to the real world together and immediately when they get there barbie's like like everybody like so they're in these like neon this is like the first probably the first picture that i saw kind of behind the scenes of barbie was all these pictures came out of margot robbie and ryan gosling in these neon pink and yellow outfits roller like with neon yellow rollerblades like rolling rollerblading down the beach and everybody was like what is this and so everybody in the real world was like staring at them and she was like barbie was like oh my gosh i suddenly feel like ill at ease about everything like oh this is like like with this weird undertone of violence and ken is like I don't feel any of that. I feel amazing. Everybody's looking at me. That's awesome because in Barbie land, Barbies are in charge of everything and do everything. And Ken's are just there. They're just friends, you know? And so he was like, man, this seems kind of cool. So then some weirdo on the street slaps Barbie on the butt. She turns around and decks him in the face. And then they both get arrested. And they, she like takes this little sad mug shot. And then here's Ken like, like he's super excited to be arrested. I'm telling you, man. I mean, I've, I've said it before. I'm saying when we're leaving, thing. Ryan Gosling just pretty much steals this movie away from everybody. He is absolutely brilliant in this film. And again, yes, I agree that he's very amazing in this film. Also, Margot Robbie is amazing, and it's her movie. It's a Barbie movie. It's not the Ken uh, movie, so don't steal her thunder. I'm not trying to, but, but he, he was amazing in it. <laughs> he almost steals this movie away. I mean, he's yeah. not good. Yeah. So after they get arrested, they're like, okay, well, we need some different clothes because this whole neon workout rollerblade outfit situation isn't good. So they go to the store, and they both get these, like, cowboy outfits basically and they're walking out of the store and like yeah this feels great and they're like hey you guys have to pay for that and they start running away and then they get arrested again for shoplifting <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's just kind of funny 
But then you see Ken. So Barbie's like, okay, I got to think because I'm supposed to find this, this little girl that's playing with me in the real world so I can fix what's going on and get back to Barbie Lane. And she's like, I just need to sit and think. And she's like, yeah, Ken, just go for a walk. Like, I just need to clear my head. So he goes for a walk and he starts looking around. He's watching people and he's like, they're like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, oh, hello. You know, and he's like, oh my God, men are in charge of the world here. And he just like, like fireworks go off in his brain and he's so excited. <laughs> and so he's like going around and walking up to people and asking them, like he figures out, okay, uh, I'm a man. I can do anything I want here. Crazy. And so they show all this like montage of things, like real masculine things. And like, I, slept you know i i nudged derek at the theater because the last thing they show was a bunch of rocky posters <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was funny <laughs> yeah doesn't get more manly than rocky <laughs> i guess <laughs> and so uh so then mattel finds out that barbie and ken have left barbie land and made it to the real world like oh this is bad and so they go this guy gets a call from the fbi apparently they knew barbie and ken escaped so he goes up to the top of the building to tell all the big wigs hey we got a problem here and will ferrell plays like the president of mattel and he's hilarious in this. and so they're having this big like brainstorming like executive session and it's all men of course in charge of mattel why wouldn't they be and so they're like yeah we don't just sell dolls here so he's like we sell dreams and imagination and sparkles and it's like oh my gosh <laughs> okay so then they get a plan together like yeah we got to get ken and barbie back to barbie land this is getting out of hand so then barbie like has a vision and she like knows where this girl is so she goes to the middle school or high school or whatever and finds this little girl who she thought was the one that had been playing with her doll and she's just like this angsty tween and she like totally tears Barbie down. And she's like, she's like, Hey guys, it's me. It's Barbie. And they're like, Ugh, we haven't played with you since we were five and you are everything that's bad with women. And you've set the, the women's movement back 50 years and you just unattainable, you know, body image issues and all this like bad stuff that they think Barbie's causing. And she was like, what? In Barbie land, they told us that we fixed everything in the real world and we help girls and women feel empowered and powerful and they can do anything and be anything. And they're like, yeah, that's not how it's working here now. It's all effed up. <laughs> and so like it makes Barbie cry and she's like, whoa, what is this coming out of my face? This is new. Like she's never cried before. And so, um, so then Ken, while they go to the school, Ken's like, let me just go to the library and see if they have any books on trucks. And so he goes in there and he finds all these books about men and war and horses. For some reason, he gets captivated <laughs> by horses. <laughs> and so he like takes all these books out and he's like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm in, uh, men are in charge here. So he goes to this office, this big tall office building. He tries to get a, a job there and they're like, yeah, no. You, you need like a degree or this or that and the other. And he's like, man, need an MBA. MBA or, you know, yeah. anything like that. And he's like, oh, uh, I thought, it, but I'm a man. So like, right. Like that counts here. Right. And they're like, he was like, no, not anymore. And he was like, oh, I guess you guys aren't doing the patriarchy. Right. And so he just keeps using patriarchy as like this weird noun that he doesn't really know what it means. And then the guy he's talking to is like, oh yeah, we still do the patriarchy. But we we hide it a little better now. And he's like, oh. 
<laughs> and so he has this brilliant, Ken has this brilliant idea. He's like, you know what? I'm going to take the patriarchy back to Barbie land. So he takes the patriarchy, all, you know, all his knowledge that he's learned in the real world. Oh, actually. So first, before he does that, he also goes to like a hospital and he's like, Hey, so he's talking to this lady who's also a doctor and she's like, no, you can't just do one appendectomy. And he's like, mm, but I'm a man. And she's like, but you're not a doctor. And he's like, can I talk to a doctor? And she's like, you are. And so he sees another man. And he's like, oh, excuse me, sir. I just need um, a clicky pen and a Sharpie, a, a sharp thing. And I just want to do like one. And they're like, no, you can't just do one appendectomy. <laughs> so I thought that was a little funny part. Um, one thing I wrote down too. So Billie Eilish has kind of a pivotal song towards the end, which I'll get to later. But which I, I still also haven't listened to all the way through. Oh, it's so good. On my second viewing, I noticed I could hear those same notes throughout the score, too. So they really, like, incorporated it well, I thought. I, on my second viewing, I noticed that. Okay, so then we find out it wasn't actually Sasha, the tween, that kind of got Barbie land all messed up. It was her mom, and she was having all these thoughts and, like, remembering back when she used to play Barbies with her daughter when she was little, and she started feeling sad, and then she drew all these sketches of Barbie, and then Barbie started being weird and sad in Barbie land. <laughs> and so... So then they decide, okay, I think we're going to bring you back to Barbie land. And so they do all the things. So to get back to Barbie land, you just do all those things in reverse. So you have to rollerblade, then take a snowmobile, then get in a camper van, then do a tandem bike and a spaceship and a boat and a car. And then bam, you're back in Barbie land. So she's like, oh my gosh, you guys are going to love it here. Women are in charge of everything and we do everything and we can be anything. And it's amazing. And we each have our own houses. And she's like, oh, look, there's our president. And she's like, the president is on the beat and she like looks over there and she's like, wait a minute, something looks weird. Cause all the Ken's are playing beach volleyball and there are women or the other Barbies are bringing them what they keep calling brewski beers. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, there's our president with beer bringing beers to the Ken's. And then she's like, huh? She's like, Oh, the, and the cheer squad is our Supreme Court, huh? There's something is wrong here. And so she's like, let's get back to the house and we'll change and we'll figure out what's going on. So she gets back to the Barbie land dream house, her Barbie dream house. And Ken, Ryan Gosling's Ken, has taken over and changed everything. And he is now calling it Ken's Mojo Dojo Casa House. And it's now it's that and it's not Barbie's house anymore. He's taken over and the patriarchy's in charge and he's brainwashed all the Barbies into thinking this is a great idea. And she's like, what the crap? Um, so then they so then Barbie doesn't know what to do. She's like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like, you know, the men are taking over. The Ken's are taking over. And he's just like Ken's being really mean now. And he's like. Like, she just doesn't know what to do. He, like, tells her off, and she starts crying, and she, like, sits down in the grass, and she's like, I'm just going to sit here until one of the more leadership-oriented Barbies snap out of it and just fix this, and then I can go back to everything being normal. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they she was like just go you know so gloria and her daughter sasha she's like just go back to the real world and we'll just figure this out and this is basically all your fault and they're very sad about it and so then they have this like fake commercial for depression barbie because basically like whatever happens in barbie land like translate to the real world so now they're selling all these depressed barbies because 
Margot Robbie's Barbie in Barbie Land is depressed. So it's just kind of funny. And they also are selling the Mojo Dojo Casa House like crazy. It's like the big new craze in the real world. So it's just kind of funny. Um, but yeah, so they're like, yeah, Depression Barbie. She stays in her sweats all day and watches Pride and Prejudice on BBC seven times in a row. And like, and they showed Pride and Prejudice. So. And then they showed us you know, Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> so that was funny. Um, and then, so then uh, Gloria and her daughter are trying to drive away. And then they were listening to the same song that Barbie was listening to on her way out. And then they were like, it's just in now on Ken radio. We play only Ken's favorite song. And it's pushed by Matchbox 20 again. <laughs> so it's just like this recurring theme throughout the movie, which is kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> and then they decide, okay, yeah, we need to go back. Mm to barbie land and help them fix this and so it one i think this is like probably my most favorite part one of them anyway america ferrera's character uh gloria gives this amazing speech gracie in the background is agreeing with me gives this amazing speech about how hard it is to be a woman and all these different juxtapositions. You know, you, you have to be a leader, but you can't be bossy and you have to be pretty, but not too pretty. And like all these different things that every woman everywhere has had to deal with their entire lives. And it was just so poignant and beautiful and honest. And it was like this really awesome moment. And what it did was snap one of the Barbies that had been kind of in this, you know, brainwash out of it she's like um because they were like look this is your nobel prize you're a writer you won this and she was like i don't deserve that i just want to be with ken you know she just like totally doesn't remember anything about being this powerful woman and so when gloria gives this speech she like snaps out of it and it was like okay that's the secret now now we have to do that to all the other barbies (laughs) but it was just this really really good speech so but it felt like a long monologue on just like how not like not how miserable it is to be a woman, but how like how tough it is to be a woman, you know? Yeah, I mean that was the point. Like the whole like she starts out saying it's like because Barbie was like, it's just too hard. I can't do it. You know, it's just I, I don't know what to do anymore. And she's like, yeah, it's hard to be a woman. And let me tell you all the reasons why. And everybody feels this way, and that's okay. But we're gonna get through it together. Yeah. So. Also, that scene where um she's sitting there and she's all frumpy and looking upset and sad and. <laughs> Yes. And, and she goes, if you're going to cast the wrong person, please don't cast Margaret Robbie in this role or something like that. What was that? How'd that go? Yeah. Um, let me see. I found that quote here. Oh, she goes, I'm not pretty anymore. And then Helen Mirren, the narrator, comes on and says, note to filmmakers, Margot Robbie is not the actress to get this point across. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, you're still pretty. <laughs> Good try, though. <laughs> So, yeah, so then they were like, okay, now, and so when she snapped out of it, she was like, yeah, I don't know what was going on. I don't remember how I got, I don't know how I got to this stage, but, like, all I could think about was what Ken wanted and that I had some weird interest. I was so invested in Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League. (laughs) I thought that was kind of funny, too. (laughs) It's like, yeah, nobody cares about that. (laughs) And so they were like, okay, so here's the plan. So step one, we're going to have you give that speech to all the Barbies, but we have to use a decoy Barbie to distract the Ken so you can get the brainwashed Barbie aside and give her the speech and snap her out of it. So they're like, okay, well, how do we do that? And they're like, oh, this is easy. And so Gloria and Sasha are like, we have some experience about this in the real world. Let me tell you how to do this. So they're like, basically just appear that you don't know anything about anything and 
the Kens will just fall over themselves to help you and tell you all the things. And so like some of the things they did were, Oh, are you guys watching the Godfather? I've never seen that. And they're like, what? You've never, Ken was like, you've never seen it. And she's like, yeah, can you start it from the beginning and talk all the way through it and tell me everything about it? <laughs> and I leaned over and, and nudged Derek. Ben, like, yes, <laughs> please tell me all the reasons why the Godfather is so good. <laughs> and then you could also, if you can't, I get feel like they had a, I feel like they just had a brainstorming session. And like, let's think of all the things that men do that annoy women, and just like, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, they're like, pretend you don't know anything about money, and they're like, I don't know what to do. All I have it is my savings account. And he was like, Oh no, you need to put it in a CD. And she's like, Oh, they don't make CDs anymore. And he was like, Oh my gosh, you're so funny. That's not what CDs mean. I was yeah. like, Oh my god. Or pretend to be bad at any sports. <laughs> yeah. Here, let me show you. And then they did this whole montage of like all these sports. And then all the Kens were lined up here. Let us show you like, all yeah. together now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the Godfather one made me laugh really hard. Yeah. Like, I think that was the best yeah, one. Like, will you please sit here and talk through it all the way through yeah. it? So will can... you start it from the beginning and talk all the way through it? <laughs> Tell me about it, please. Yeah. Yeah. So step one, have, you know, distract the Kens, get the brainwash Barbies aside, give them a speech, snap them out of it and do that until you get all the Barbies to back to them, their real selves. Step two, pretend to be still brainwashed and be interested in everything that the Kens are doing so that they want to fawn over you with all their attention. So Barbie, Margot Robbie's Barbie, because they're all Barbie, shows back up to Ryan Gosling's Ken's mojo dojo casa house and it's like yeah and i can't remember the phrase they use it was like long-term low commitment distance casual girlfriend or something yeah. <laughs> something like that and he was like um i'll have to think about it and he goes in the other room he's like sublime and he comes back um yeah i guess that'd be okay like if you want to <laughs> and so she goes in and he's like this is the part where it's so funny. So he very, I, I mean, I don't even know how many takes he would have had to do that, but he was so into playing push on his guitar for Barbie. Just like <laughs> these smoldering eyes. It's like, yeah, I am totally playing this song for you. And then they were like, four hours later, he's still playing this song. They've moved to the beach and they're having this little bonfire and then when he gets to the chorus, they they pan out and you see all the kids are in this big semicircle on the beach serenading their Barbie with Push, which is like such a weird song, but like you said, it's like, was that like the only song he heard in the room? It's the only song he heard. I'm reading this on... Um... On, on Wikipedia here, it's about that song, and apparently they said that it becomes a tongue-in-cheek anthem of patriarchal dominance in the fictional in Kendom. Uh, while many reviews of the film interpreted this as a critique of the song, director Greta Gerwig has said that she was a fan of Matchbox 20, and I never put anything in a movie I don't love. So she she was a fan of the song. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. So then, the next step in the plan, once they've felt like the Kens feel like they've fallen for them. Then they hit the Kens against each other. So Barbie's like, oh, I got a text from other Ken. I'm going to go sit over there now. And they basically just all switch 
and like make all the Kens jealous of each other. And so then the next day or that night, they decided we're going to have to fight the Kens. And they're like, wait, we're Kens. And he's like, no, the other Kens. And he's like, well, how will we know which Kens we're talking about? He's like, well, just know. So they arranged to have this big giant fight, which is when they do like, one of the best songs of the movie, the Just Ken song that Ryan Gosling sings, and he sings the crap out of it. It is so yeah. funny. <laughs> and <does>. so good. <laughs> Nailed it. And they talk about Kennergy and all this stuff. It, it's just, it's so good. And they do like a dance number with it. It's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, please go do it. We know Ryan Gosling is incredibly talented musically. I mean, obviously, he's a great actor. There's no question, but his acting skills are bar none. But he's a very talented musician. Yeah. And and his, he obviously, again, he sung Push, and he did a very, very great rendition of it. Yeah. His, but his acting and his music, sorry, his singing ability is is incredible. And he, he really killed that I'm Just Ken song yeah. really, really well. Really nailed it. (laughs) So then they decide. So they're having this big fight. And then so the the last step of the plan was, while the Kens are all busy fighting each other, all the Barbies are going to go and vote. Because they had said a couple of days before, in 48 hours, we're going to vote to change Barbie land to Kendom forever. And so they were like, okay, so while the Kens are all busy fighting each other, Barbies are all going to go vote to keep Barbie land. So, like, they're fighting and fighting this big fighting montage. They do the song. And then one of the Kens goes, uh, hey, wasn't today voting day? <laughs> and they're like, oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it was today. <laughs> so they blew it. So then they ride in on their imaginary horses because they, I guess, all their, like, stick ponies, like, got killed in the battle or something. <laughs> if they were not banging coconuts together, I was so, that was such a missed opportunity. I That's was like, true. That's true. Because that, from Monty Python. Monty Python, they, yeah. <laughs> they were banging, they should have been banging coconuts together. Yeah, because they like, were just, like, giddy up you know, with their hands, not, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So they're riding back through to the, the all the Barbie houses where they used to have the Mojo Dojo Casa house. And he was like, so Ryan Gosling's Ken is like, I don't know about you guys. Do these Mojo Dojo Casa houses look a little bit dreamier to you? Because they're like, oh no, suspicious. And so then the the Barbie president comes out and said, yeah, that's because these are Barbie dream houses. It was like, yes, of course they bleeped it and they put a little Mattel sign in front of her mouth and she said it, but I was like, that's awesome. see so now ken's all upset and he's like oh we lost now i have to just go back to just being ken and he doesn't know what to do about himself and so barbie goes and talks to him and he's like i don't know what to do you know i'm just ken now and i don't know what to do it's barbie and ken and he was like but you know what to be honest when i found out the patriarchy wasn't really about horses i kind of lost interest in it (laughs) which i thought was funny and then she's like, you know, you just have to figure out who you are. I had to figure out who I am as Barbie. And now you have to figure out who you are as Ken, which is a really sweet little moment. And then she's like, you know, then Will Ferrell's char- uh, character pops out of the treehouse or whatever. And it's like, this is beautiful. This is exactly what this is about. And he's like, yeah, it does suck to be in charge. And he goes off on this thing. But so then they're like, okay, this is how we're going to end all these people. And then somebody's like, well, wait, what about Barbie? What's her ending? And he's like, oh, well, she's in love with Ken. And they're like, no, that's not that's not her ending. Nope, try again. <laughs> and she's like, well, what do you want? She's like, I don't know. And so then little Rhea Perlman comes in and she plays 
Ruth Handler, who was the creator, the inventor of Barbie back in the 50s. And she was like, let's take a walk. And so they take this little walk. And Barbie's like, I don't know, like, because she was just stereotypical Barbie. And she's like, I don't know what I want to be. I've always just been stereotypical Barbie. And I'm not this. I'm not that. She's like, maybe I'm not Barbie anymore. And she's like, oh, maybe I'm not Barbie anymore. And she's like, do I have to ask your permission to become a human? And she's like, well, no, you, you could just be whatever you want. I knew that Barbie would exceed my expectations, but I never knew that this would be possible. So she talks to her and she's like, I can't let you become a human without showing you what it's like. And so she's like, take my hands and close your eyes and feel. And then you can see like she starts to get a heartbeat and she's breathing and she's hearing and she's feeling things. And they do this beautiful montage of just like old home videos, which I read somewhere was actually like cast and crew's family in these videos. But it's like moms and daughters and kids and families and women just doing regular things and living their life and happy and sad. And it just kind of shows you all the facets of being a human. And then she was ready and she became a human and I cried. It was beautiful. Yeah, that was very sweet. So anyway, so it's this very sweet moment when she becomes a human. And then the next thing you see, like everything turns really light and she's in back in the real world with Gloria and her daughter and Gloria's husband, I guess. I don't even think they say his name. Um, because he's just Ken, yeah. basically. Yeah. And so they're driving her somewhere, and they're like, good luck, you got this, you can do it, we'll be right here, we'll meet you after. And they go in, and they're like, oh, what's your name? And she says her name, and she calls herself Barbara Handler, which is what the creator's daughter's name was. And you think maybe, like, she kind of has, like, a beige suit jacket on, and you think, well, maybe she's going for, like, a job interview or something, like her first job interview in the real world. And they're like, and what are you here for today? And she's like, I'm here. And she like, big smile. I'm here to see my gynecologist and end <laughs> credits. <laughs> but no, the, I will say this. The, the one part that I think it that definitely was for the movie that didn't go against, they went against type was boy doesn't get girl at the end. You know, they, yeah. they definitely fought that uh, whole, the resistance, like the, you know, the big kiss at the end, you know, the, you know, Ken's yeah. finally going to get the girl because mm -hmm. Ken was a bit of a bastard in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Cause even like when Barbie was getting dressed up to kind of go bait him into like falling in love with yeah. her and, and getting his attention and stuff, they're like, she's like, what if he doesn't like me anymore? And she's like, Oh, he likes you. <laughs> like It's fine. <laughs> but so she's like, like saying all this stuff and they're like, um, he brought the patriarchy to Barbie land. He took, he took over Barbie land. He brainwashed all your friends. Like what? Cause she was like, well, I don't want to hurt him. And they're like, dude, <laughs> he did all this crap. And she's like, oh, right, right. Yeah. Brainwashed all my friends, took over Barbie land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stole your house. Like, you know, all these bad things. Yeah. So yeah. So it was, and of course, like they, tr it was like, they tried to do it. Uh, you know, they didn't obviously Greta Gerwig wrote this and she wasn't going to make that be the ending, but you know, that was what they said. Will, Fer Will Ferrell's character came out and said, oh, well her ending is she falls in love with Ken. And they're like, nope, try again. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like Roy Kent would say. <laughs> That's uh, that's a missed opportunity to have Roy Kent in this movie for some reason. He could have been he could have been an interesting Ken. <laughs> oh my god, I would love to see Roy Kent as Ken. Roy Ken, maybe? Roy Ken. <laughs> 
Oh, that's great. All right. That's all I have for the notebook. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mindy. Let's go ahead and now get to our final conclusions. Mindy, what's a one star? Bloody awful. There's no way this is a one star. All right. What's a two star? Bloody uninspired. Three star? Bloody average. A four star? Bloody brilliant. A five star? Bloody marvelous. All right, Mindy. You I'm go gonna first. go. I'll go first on this one because I already know what your score is gonna be. No question there. No surprises <laughs> there. Your end. I was pleasantly surprised. I went in this with zero expectations. I'm not the target demographic for this film. I think this Ryan. Gos- <laughs> I think Ryan Gosling got all the best lines in this movie. Uh, he definitely stole the show. Uh, definitely, in my opinion, the star of this movie. So I, I give it four stars. Bloody brilliant. Excellent. Excellent. So just to recap, you as a man think that Ken stole the show in the Barbie movie. I just want to get that on record. Is that, am I hearing you correctly? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you for clarifying. (laughs) All right. So time for mine. So I I just wrote some final thoughts here. So uh, first of all, we already talked about it a little bit. It has an amazing soundtrack. The score is good. Like it has that Billie Eilish song kind of weaved in there at little key points, which I thought was awesome. And then I just wrote down some words like empowering, honest, smart, funny, and fun, clever. So many memorable quotes. Like we're going to be saying a lot of things around the house. I feel like I will anyway. Um, I cannot remember the last time I was this excited to see a movie. Like we talked about it in Oppenheimer and Derek hinted that this was my number one, like most anticipated film. And I was like, I don't know if it is. And I was like, no, it definitely is. I've been talking about this movie for weeks. I was so excited. I've seen it twice in three days and I loved it both times. And both times I got like something else out of it. Like I definitely will be buying this when it comes out. I'm so excited. And I just thought, you know, it just made me excited to like kind of be a girly girl again for a little bit because that's not really my jam. Like purple is always my my favorite color. I'm not a pink. I never like pink. But I went out and bought some hot pink pants to wear with my purple Barbie shirt to go see the premiere with my friends because I was so excited for this movie. So anyway, Margaret Robbie was amazing. Ryan Gosling was amazing. The cast, the, the writer, the director, like everything about this film is amazing. So, of course, I'm going to give it five stars. Bloody <laughs> All right. I will say this before we, before we sign off, there is one thing I do want to say, though. I never imagined a movie, and you told me you wouldn't spoil it for me. So, there was kind of it was a big surprise that Ken would end up being the villain in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to tell you anything about it because I just wanted to see Derek's reaction when it was like, patriarchy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ken would end up being the villain in this film. So, that, that I didn't see that coming. So, well done. <laughs> All right. So, that brings us to the end of another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun With Movies. We want to thank you all for tuning in. As always, this is a long one, isn't it? Man, I can't believe how long. This film is so good. I had four pages of notes and it was amazing. (laughs) You should all go see it and own it and buy it and rent it and love it. Yes, Barbie is showing in every theater you can imagine right now. It probably will be for quite a while. It's making a lot of money. Yeah, we looked at showtimes earlier and it was playing like every 20 minutes. Like there was a new showtime. (laughs) Exactly. All right, so... Uh, we want to pay. We want to give attention right now to our sponsors. Uh, we, uh, of course, sponsored by BetterHelp. 
Go to betterhelp.com slash Derek Duvall Show to get 10% off your first month of therapy. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Derek Duvall Show. And we're also sponsored by T Public. Go to DerekDuvallShow.com. Go to the banner to the left that says merch. Click that, and you'll be taken to our store on T Public. And we want to thank them for sponsoring us. We have a great selection of magnets, stickers, and mugs, plus a fine selection of T-shirts that both Mrs. Duvall and I curated ourselves. So on behalf of myself and Mrs. Duvall, you keep listening to them. We'll keep making them. Until next time. Barbie, let's go party. We'll, we'll see, see you at the, the movies, planet, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.